Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Odd Wad Podcast uh, with Dom and Kyle. Hey, it's Kyle. We made it. Episode 5? Yeah, episode 5. Episode 5. That's what we're here for. Yes, so exciting. Um, So just a little rundown. We're going to give our life update. New segment, one piece of news. You brought your one piece of news. Uh, the one like 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 culture news. Yeah, you have. I mean, I assume yours is the Ant Man. Oh sure, yeah. I I have my own piece of news. Oh okay. Yeah, and you can talk about Ant Man. Okay. Or you can talk about James Gunn. You can talk about whatever. Oh okay. Yeah, you your one piece of news can be anything. I have my one piece of news. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I clarified that. <laughs> my my apologies. You're okay. Um. So, yeah, we're going to do life update. I kind of sacrificed my life update, but we'll get to that. Um, my one piece of news. Uh, and then we're going to talk about um, how we would book or how we would make the next however many movies of the next phase of Marvel and DC. Yeah. Yeah. Dominic's got Marvel. I got DC. Because we're nerds. Because we're dorks. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so funny wow uh, so quirky so i guess i'll do my life update first uh well actually before we start um just want to clarify before oh yeah uh this is an unprofessional podcast if you hear any uh sniffing licking it's us hey, uh, on each other uh, on each other on each other <laughs> with each other dom on kyle action oh so hot um this it- is what you stream food for <laughs> If you hear any like bumping or knocking, that's it's. We're not doing this for a living. It's just like a hobby. It's fun. Yeah. It's a fun thing. And uh, if you hear my mic go in and out and squirgle, or just go completely off and then hear me in uh, Dominic's mic, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong, and I'll be buying a new mic or new cord next week. You sound crispy, so I don't know what the problem it's is. Crispy for right now. It's, it's crispy <laughs> until it goes like. Sorry to break your ears. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll get into my life update. I, I guess I'm doing everything first because, yeah, because it's Dom and Kyle. You, yeah, that was, uh, you put that there. You edited that yourself. I, uh, alphabetical order. Alph- <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> He's making a face that looks I'm like he cares. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really don't. I, you know, this podcast could burn for all I care. Yeah, see, th- this is my project, and I'm just dragging Kyle with me. Exactly. I don't care about this in the slightest. I don't talk about this with you weekly and make sure that everything <laughs> flows well. Uh, all right, uh, so my big life update. Uh, I, got a mo- I got the motherfucking car yeah! from last week. Oh, his name is Luigi. Because, so, my sister also has a Kia. She has the fucking Kia Soul, the box car. Nice. And I'm like, oh, that's, like, fat and stubby like Mario. (laughs) And my car is long and lanky like Like Luigi. Luigi. Okay. And it's a full-blooded Italian name, and I'm a full-blooded Italian, so... Well, I part of my like German and Polish. <laughs> that's besides the point. I'm white. From the fact that I'm just really white. Uh, <laughs> I'm just a white guy. It's alright. Um, but yeah, Kia Forte, really new, really sexy. Has a giant ass screen. I saw, I saw it when I pulled in, and I pulled in at my 2000 Toyota Solara <laughs> with over 260,000 miles on hey, it. A year ago, that's what I thought I was gonna get. Hey. <laughs> 
Um, but I'm very, dude, I'm so happy for you because you have inspired me to buy a Kia. You and my buddy Polly. So I'm, I'm very excited for you. And I can't wait for you to drive it to Georgia. And then probably me when my car breaks down. <laughs> Fuck yeah. See, I, I feel like you always need to have a reliable car and then like a non-reliable car. So then like you can use the non-reliable car to just like get around locally. And then you can use the reliable car to get around like big places. And like when you need to show up and look cool, you'd be like, yeah, I'm pulling up in the fucking Kia Forte. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking... I've been looking on Amazon. I've been looking on Etsy for all sorts of accessories. Every yeah. store that I go into, I go to the automotive section. Oh, you to, gotta get you gotta get stickers, my friend. I have a sticker, so I don't know if you looked like in my car at all. No, I didn't. So that's fine. On the dashboard, like in front of the big iPad, <laughs> I have so a long time ago from my ex girlfriend. Third remove. We don't talk about her a lot. Oh, she gave me uh for I think it was Christmas. Uh, these metal like figurines of like superheroes oh i remember that yeah yeah um so i uh got some double-sided tape from our work our job Mm -hmm. put that in the car and then stuck them on there so it looks like so on the left side it's like thanos ultron and loki and on the other side it's spider-man thor iron man and captain america (laughs) and it's like their face and it's cool that's so cool and my mom got me uh What's it called? Like a an air freshener. So in 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 my dad and my my sister's car, they have uh they have an air freshener of my Pitbull rocket. Aww. And my mom is like, I've been waiting since Christmas to give this to you. <laughs> and it's an air freshener of my dog, Piper. Aww. She, and she's like prancing and she has like a ball in her mouth and it's like oh, I love you don't die yes. <laughs> I worry about that so much because she's getting so old it's, it's okay uh, my my uh, my dad and my stepmom have a dog um, and it is the oldest dog in the world um, <laughs> if you look in the Guinness book of world records you'll see my dog buddy and it is the oldest little dog in the world I have no idea how she is still alive so I understand where you're coming from <laughs> um but yeah so i'm just looking for accessories i've been looking for like license plate frames like marvel and spider-man oh no it's happening oh it's fine i'm not talking it's fine (laughs) (laughs) this is your life update let let me be scraggly (laughs) but yeah just looking for car accessories if anybody has any recommendation for like Uh, superhero some dice i've I was looking at dice. <laughs> I, th- I think one hang- once the air freshener kind of like stops freshening, yeah. then I'll put some fucking dice. You need some dice. You need a bobblehead, stickers on the back, and you need Luigi stickers. I was – so I've been looking at like Spider-Man sticker or like, like you know, like the 3D like metal. Yeah, I found like a 3D metal Spider-Man thing that I'm trying to put on there. I found like license plate that says like Marvel. But the thing is like you need like a specific license plate for Michigan because it says like pure Michigan at the top. So you need to like have that. It's just annoying. I found a couple that I like, but they don't fit. And it's like uh, bullshit. Whatever. That's so lame, bro. That's my, that's my life update. But I want to like – clarify things in my life update so uh, the rules for like the final battle for the us versus segment i, I just want to say for the record we both appear on a baseball field us and whoever we're facing but they're in like suspended animation they can't see or hear anything they don't even know they're there yet we can teleport back and forth from our world and their world and the baseball field and if we're facing someone with superpowers i have the superpower list so we can roll and give ourselves a new superpower every time 
Oh. And see if we can take them like that. Okay, I like that. I like that because you know what are that's like that's we're like we're like the boys versus the soups. <laughs> right, because I was like last week we were facing Black Adam and I was like, how the fuck are we gonna do it? It's literally <laughs> Huey versus Homelander. Right. In that situation. It, it's literally just like two dudes <laughs> versus Superman. It's like what? How? And if you've seen the movie, you realize that doesn't there go well. <laughs> and then in a normal scenario. Um, we're gonna see if we can beat them. Like how? Fu- like how much do we have to get to beat them? So like, could we just use a baseball bat, or will we have to resort to shooting them in the back of the head with a gun? <laughs> Every time, even if they're bulletproof, will the gun work? Will the gun? Will the gun work? That's the question. Um, but yeah. So there's that, and then there's the ranking system. Uh, that I'm gonna clarify. So like the ranking of movies. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. So. I think we can do it a couple different ways. Sure. So, in the initial ranking, we can rank it like, I think you, when we were texting back and forth, um, we, we can rank it from like something random from like Target to Kmart, mm-hmm. or uh, from with like Target being the best and Kmart being the worst. Like, yeah. I feel like Black Adam would be, <laughs> maybe like a Meyer. <laughs> Only, only good in certain states, uh, because it's only in Michigan. <laughs> because it's only in Michigan. Um, and then, like, when we see more movies and we review more movies, we can rank it, like, based on those movies. So, like, yeah. in first place right now is Black Adam. Black Adam is number one right now. <laughs> Black Adam, we, like, in the idea that we have not seen any other film in our entire life other than Black Adam. <laughs> well, it's just in the frame of reference of, like, this, like... <laughs> that's, that's like those tweets where it's like or it's like somebody watches a movie and then they watch another movie and it's like someone who's only seen black adam and it's like getting a lot of black adam vibes <laughs> <laughs> from this that's that's my life update what uh, what have you done this week kyle so my life update is that uh at the beginning of this year i was uh, i went with a talent agency in michigan called iGroup. Let's go. Let's act. Woo. And they're finally sending me auditions. So I auditioned for two commercials. One of them being a DTE commercial. We'll see. If, oh. Oh. We'll see if I. Energy. <laughs> I know. Energy. The It was fun because the audition was like uh, a guy who really wasn't into school. It was so easy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I know. It was like, yeah, I was never into school, not really into college. But then DTE came to my high school and showed some training programs. Now I have a real career. Um, that was that was like pretty much the the whole bit. Of I what hope I you get to say. Me too. Uh, we'll see if I get a callback. But what's nice is I just get to audition now. And I get to audition for things on my own time. Fuck yeah. Um, which is exciting. So, uh, and then on top of that, um, compared to last week's life update, I did not get the full-time position at our retail store. Oh, uh, the retail store is frustrating right now. <laughs> I had my last day in paint at the retail store. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so depressed. First day at the garden department in the retail store is... Oh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. I mean, you're also working the garden department when it's like in the more wintry times, so I'm sure that won't be as bad. Oh, it's gonna suck because I'm gonna have to be outside in the cold. Oh yeah, I have that, to cut Christmas trees. That'll. Oh yeah, never mind. You have the worst job <laughs> in the world. Um, uh, 
I did talk to um, the head of the electrical department, and he was basically like, yeah, they're screwing me over by not having an opener. And I was like, well, if you want to talk to please. Uh, I'll bleep that name out. But yes, thank you. <laughs> if you want to talk to uh, you-know-who. If, if you, if you want to talk to the fucking uh, you want to scheduling talk to, supervisor. If you want to talk to the, the scheduling supervisor. <laughs> put in a good word for me and he was like honestly i can see that you have a brain unlike some people in my department and uh i will i will try to shout your name out for you and so hopefully that goes well but in the meantime i have another friend um my buddy who i roomed with who works at a casino he makes 18 an hour plus tips and they share tips which averages uh their their hourly weight hourly rate to around 22 25 an hour well for 40 hours a week and there's a two-week training period yeah that's right they actually train their employees here on how to do the games and it's not like an in-person casino it's an online casino oh so you don't actually have to it's like it's basically you're like a twitch streamer for a casino game that's fun and you work for two hours then you get a 30 minute break paid Work another two hours, another 30-minute break, and it's 40 hours a week, paid, and I think I'm going to try to go for it. I think that's a good idea just because 18 an hour is already more than the retail store job, so that's just like more money in your pocket. More money in my pocket, plus it's guaranteed 40 hours, no more, no less. Right. Um, the only issue is is I really want an opening job. Like, I really want to Is just... this like closing or just like... It would probably like... Or like later at night. Like later at night, which I might just have to like buckle up. My my idea is if I get my job out of the way in the morning, probably take a nap after work, I can usually get the stuff done that I want to get done. Auditions, right. rehearsals, whatever, and then hopefully that'll work out. But again, this is all for debate. I might just be unemployed. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I'll just go that route. I don't think that's the best idea. No! Uh, all right now we're on to the one piece of news segment unless you have more oh no that was pretty much my life oh i saw mason's show last night um i can't i know it was tomorrow i uh it was it was really it was really fun it was a very fun campy show if i'm sure a lot of people who uh, are in theater who might listen to this uh, she kills monsters. Very cute. Very well done. She does. Um, this was their first show at like a different co- like a different building. That well, was... that's just because yeah, because they're renovating the theater the building. Theater building. Yeah, but uh, it was hard to find, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to uh, call a bunch of people to figure out where it was. But then I did. And I'm glad I did. They did a lot of cool lighting. The costumes were really cool. It felt like I was in a Legend of Zelda game. Was Mason important? Mason was important. Because I know he's like the DM. He is the DM. The thing is, is like he's always on stage, but he's not always talking. Uh-huh. Because like he talks through the characters who are on stage. Gotcha. So I've seen the show before. I just, I haven't like. I don't yeah. remember too much about right. it. It's one of those shows where like it has it had a huge cast, but there's a lot of people who like come on for two seconds oh. and then they're like off <laughs> for like like 
a while. <laughs> a while. Um, I was talking to some of the actors, and they were kind of upset because every rehearsal, every single person was called every day. Oh, no. Now, I want, now, for those of you who don't act, I want you to know <laughs> that rehearsals are usually a four hour to three hour, like, rehearsal time at, like, usually an average. So if you have, like, two lines for act one, <laughs> and then you're there for four hours and they haven't got to your scene, you might feel like it's kind of a waste of time. <laughs> That's because it seems like it is. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Dominic. Uh, you might be right. <laughs> I, I haven't been to college. I don't know this experience, so uh, that, I can't speak on anybody, but that seems like a waste of time. Yeah, like the show is good, and you could tell people like had fun once it was like all wrapped up. But a lot of the actors were glad it was over because if you're not, um, even the main characters like didn't have too many lines. A lot of it was uh, action. There was some cool stage combat in oh, it. Oh, that's fun. But yeah, that concludes my life update. And I just want to say I wanted to go, but tickets were sold out by the time I actually got around to buying them or went to actually go buy them. So mm-hmm. I, I was going to go see it. I wanted to see it, but... Uh, those greedy fuckers took my <laughs> tickets. Um, <laughs> those greedy fucks. But yeah, now on to the one piece of news section. Ooh. Um, my, mine's not something we talked about. Okay. Um, Doctor Who is going to be on Disney+. Plus. Oh. I am a big fan of Doctor Who. Wait, you, you I are? Am. I am. Wait, <laughs> wait. What? Oh yeah. When was when was this? I was always the Doctor Who fan. Where? When did you like Doctor Who? So... I have like Doctor Who. So, my first, my first kiss was us watching Doctor Who, not us, but no, that was us. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that was we it? saw we saw David Tennant on screen, and we we're like, wouldn't it be crazy if we kissed right now? <laughs> so my ex girlfriend, whose house was filmed, or whose yeah. house, uh, it follows. You know the movie It Follows. Yes. Yeah, the girlfriend whose house that was filmed in. Uh, we were watching Doctor Who and we kissed. <laughs> and I, I, I just stuck with too. Doctor. I was more. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm not gonna say I was more invested in Doctor Who. The kiss was that rough that he was like, "Man, I <laughs> really like, like. What's the Doctor doing right now?" <laughs> Dude, the fucking Cyberman. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, the new series is gonna be on Disney Plus. I'm really excited for that. I was I watched pretty much everything from like when it was rebooted up until I think the eleventh Doctor. No, 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 the twelfth Doctor. Whenever he became Peter, an old man. Yeah, yeah. Peter Capaldi. Yeah, yeah, Capaldi. That's kind of where I stopped too. Yeah, and then they. Spoiler alert! They went to a woman after that, and then they went <laughs> to, and now they're going back to fucking David Tennant again. But okay, so this is interesting because it's like it, they're going back to David Tennant. But then they also cast the guy. I have to look up his name. They cast another guy, the first Black Doctor, which is really cool. Which is really cool. I love if if you haven't seen Sex uh, Education, phenomenal show. Uh, it's it's one of the actors from it's, Sex Education. Uh, oh my god! Oh god! I I'm it's a hard name to it's pronounce. It's a very so hard it. name to pronounce. Okay, I'll spell it. N C U T I, 
G-A-T-W-A. It's that one. It's that one. Um, I'm just going to call him Eric from Sex Ed. Uh, <laughs> because that's easier. And if you're listening, <laughs> Eric from Sex Ed, I apologize for being so uncultured. I Everyone guess. listens to this podcast, so I wouldn't be surprised. If yeah, this is very famous. Like, the entire red carpet listens to this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm very excited for him. I saw him in Sex Ed. He's a very good actor. Um, very cool. He's going to be in the Barbie movie. Oh. Um, so him coming in as the doctor, I think is really cool. David Tennant coming back is interesting mm-hmm. entirely, entire, the entire situation is weird because for those who don't know, which is probably everyone, the <laughs> doctor hasn't had a same face, hasn't like repeated faces and this no. is like the first time that a, a face is being repeated. Mm-hmm. And another weird thing, his clothes change, which that's only happened with the first doctor mm-hmm. into the second doctor. So it's like, where is that going to fucking go? Right. But, yeah, I'm excited because, well, I also just found out it was on HBO Max, so I could have been watching it again. Yeah, I was, when you said, I'm so excited for it to be on Disney+, Plus, I was like, wait, buddy, it's been on HBO Max this whole time. The yeah. The account that we share. <laughs> 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 when, I, when I saw that news that it was coming to Disney+, Plus, I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then I looked up Doctor Who, and I was like, oh, it's on HBO Max. <laughs> I'm like, are you shitting me? All right, that's whatever. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that's my one bit of news. Yeah, and just to add on, I'm also a huge Doctor Who fan. I when I first got Netflix, it was still on Netflix. Same. Yeah, no. and I, I, I before that, my uh, my dad knew a guy who sold DVDs out of like some random <laughs> out of like, the back of his car. Yeah, <laughs> no, literally out of the back of like some random shop that is now burned down. Rest in peace. So we buy videos and DVDs. Huh. Um, but. He gave me, like, a bunch of the 70s and the early classics. Oh, you're, like, a classic. Oh, well, I tried. I wanted to, like, I wanted to get in as much as I can. For those of you who don't know, um, there was a BBC building that burned down and basically, like, burnt a bunch of footage from the original classic Doctor Who's. So there's just, like, so many relics of... Uh, so much content lost. So much content lost from the original series that you will never be able to find again. But there are certain like specials and certain episodes that they do still have. Um, so I watched as much as I could. I watched a little bit of the first Doctor. I really liked the third or third and fourth Doctor were some of my favorites. I know Dominic's looking. I only know I'm, I know the modern stuff the, from nine to I think what are they on like fourteen. I only know one. Three and f- the fourth was like the David Tennant of our generation. Like he was just like oh. super popular um, at the time. And I shot. Is that the guy with the scarf? Which yeah, with a big afro. Hell yeah. Yeah, I thought I was him for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, reincarnation. Yeah. Um, and then I watched yeah the classics starting from nine to Peter Capaldi, and then I gave up. <laughs> I, I, so I I didn't watch them as they were coming out. So like I caught up to the series. And I watched it, like, the most recent one at the time was uh, right before Peter Capaldi, and then it just, like, stopped because they were still making them. Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch them past that because I couldn't, and mm-hmm. I couldn't find it on TV. Right. Like, now that we have HBO Max, yeah, I can go back and watch mm-hmm. it, but I've already kind of watched, like, YouTube, uh, yeah, yeah, like, reviews. Explanations. Yep. How much do you think they paid uh, David Tennant to come back? Like, I don't. 
I want like I, I like I really want to know what their pitch was, where he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll come back." <laughs> well, I think just the fact that they're bringing back an old face is gonna be an interesting prospect for oh. him to be like to catch to catch his eye to be like, "Ah." Oh. And it's funny because again, if you're not a Doctor Who fan, this isn't his first time like returning after he like left the show because they had uh i think it was like the 100th or 150th doctor special where it was yeah. him i think it was the 50 year yeah something like that but it was him and matt smith okay yeah, yeah. so david Tennant and matt smith were in a special together and it was cool because we were like yay the two oh, these two doctors that we like it's the two <laughs> ones everybody loves because they're so young and charismatic and have nice quippy hair oh yeah <laughs> Um, but so it's, it, it's just like it, Peter Capaldi, <laughs> <laughs> Peter Capaldi. I think I, you know, yeah, he was a good, he, from the episodes that I saw, he was a good doctor. He was a good doctor. I think the issue is, is you get so attached to, you get it so attached to like every doctor. Cause you spend so many, like, I think two or three seasons with them. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, like that, like my I'm, buddy's going away. My buddy's going away, and then like you actually like like when when they have to regenerate, it is genuinely like sentimental. Like it's genuinely <laughs> like oh, like you're actually going away, and I have to deal with this new fucker. Yeah, and I have to learn this asshole. And like Peter Capaldi was just such a different direction from the last two. Yeah. Because he was just an old angry man. <laughs> right. And we were like, oh. He's like, this isn't the stuff that I like. I like <laughs> I like the fun guy. Um, but yeah. Anyway. That's that's exciting. my one bit of news. One bit of news. My one bit of news is Ant Man three trailer. The Ant Man three trailer. So cool. It looks pretty good. I know. Every- Once again, Marvel is so good at taking a piece of music <laughs> and integrating it into a trailer. Like, by God, Elton John, <laughs> banger, banger, absolute. I and I think I think they know like how to do it now. I think ever since Guardians, they were like, whoa. People recognize these songs, and then they can connect them with our movies. <laughs> and then they'll be like, wow. And then they could play and be like, oh, that's the Guardians of the Galaxy song. <laughs> so it's like, I forgot a feel. And they're like, oh, <laughs> <No>, literally. <laughs> this Ant-Man trailer, I give it credit because I feel like the Ant-Man movies uh, are like kind of like Aquaman. Like You kind of look at him, and you're like, oh, it's Ant-Man. Oh, it's Aquaman. What is I am a big fan of the Ant-Man movies. I, like, no, I'm just saying, like, the overall, like, I like the Ant-Man movies as well. But, yeah, it's but like, like... the overall, like, when, like, uh... Yeah, you're like Batman, Superman, and then you're like, Aquaman? Aquaman, yeah. <laughs> like, it's rep- a silly character. The reputation for them is not the greatest. But this Ant-Man looks awesome. Like, this, like, like he, like, this is such a different... Like, the last two movies were such, like... Small, simple. Yeah, they were small stories, and they were all comedies. And yeah, I, I feel like this one's still gonna be like a semi-comedy. Well, of course, but it's, it's gonna be more action. Marvel, <laughs> Marvel and Paul Rudd. Yeah, so Marvel like... and Paul Rudd. Thank you, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but I am excited for just kind of like more of a drama, especially with King the Conqueror coming in, and he is just like. Um, I was talking to one of our associates, and he went to Comic-Con, and he saw the original trailer where Kang uh, goes, (laughs) So, I'm an Avenger. Oh, you're an Avenger. Have I killed you yet? (laughs) Uh, Have I killed you before? (laughs) Ah! 
That's so cool. My King the Conqueror action figure finally came in after two years of waiting. <laughs> I'm cautiously optimistic right. about this one. Because it is such a departure from the first two Ant-Man movies. Mm -hmm. And it's like... I feel like this is going to be a setup movie. This mm -hmm. isn't going to really ad advance Ant-Man as a character. Besides maybe killing him. <laughs> No, I feel like I feel like they're gonna put Ant Man through the ringer. I feel like, oh yeah, if if anybody's seen like some of the leaked pictures, it's like Paul Rudd bleeding from the nose and yeah. like, oh my god, like Ant Man's got like ha has had it decently easy. I mean, he was stuck in the quantum realm for a second. He hasn't really been like beat up. No, <laughs> like there was there was the one explosion in Endgame where I think he like shrunk himself in order to like save himself. Right. But like he hasn't really gone toe to toe with too many baddies, so I'm excited for him to really be like, oh, this is what it means to be like a real hero. You know what? I always want to see now in an Infinity War at the beginning of the movie when Thanos is fighting Hulk. Mm-hmm. I just want to see that breakdown of a character every time. Yeah, I know, like, literally. It's just like, put him in his boom, 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 boom. And it's like rapid fire hits to Ant-Man. It's like, ah, oh, fuck, that'd be so good. And like, this is just going to be one or maybe a few versions of Kang that we might see in this. See, I think this one is going to be the main one. Yeah, but because is it gonna? Like, but is it gonna be the main one? Because are they gonna beat him at the end, and then like at the very end, it's gonna be like there's a new king, and I'm the OG. Ooh, maybe it's like every time he dies, he can adapt, kind of like uh, Doomsday. Oh yeah. He's like, I learned from my last life uh, yeah. to protect my asshole, so you can't grow in it. <laughs> <laughs> this king doesn't have a butthole. <laughs> this Kang's, this Kang trained his butthole for twelve thousand years. Dude, that's my Mar That's that's my Marvel. Movie Shit, right there. that's that's what I'm. <laughs> that's <thinking>. my Marvel. <laughs> that's my Marvel. I feel like they're either gonna kill Ant Man or you know they keep recasting his daughter every two minutes. I hate it. Um, just keep, just keep the Endgame one. Just, it's fine. You know what? I mean, honestly, I feel like this actress is getting a lot of. She what, what if it's just a brand new character? Like, it's, like Cassie. it's just like, this, this is, is my, Cassie's friend. This is, <laughs> this is my other adoptive daughter that you didn't know about. Um, oh, no, it, it'd, be, it'd be hilarious if Ant-Man's ex-wife was like, dropped her off at school and then like picked up a new girl. <laughs> and it's like, your name's Cassie, right? And she's like, sure. <laughs> She's like, well, now your name's Cassie. Well, I, well you're Cassie now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Kang is definitely gonna either kill or mess with Cassie. Like, I want, I want Ant Man to just be screwed. I want, I want, I want everybody to die. I, I saw. <laughs> I want everyone to suffer. But speaking of the next <laughs> phase of movies, um, James Gunn James has recently Gunn. took over. DC Studios? Yes, yes, dude. This for me was the best piece of news. I'm not like I'm not a DCEU 
hyper fan. Uh, anybody who listens to I, us obviously knows. I'm not that. a Zack Snyder fan. I'm not a Zack Snyder fan. I'm sorry. There's I'm, a difference. There's there's a difference. Um, I'm not a big Zack Snyder fan. Snyderverse. And, that's Sny- the one. Yeah. And so the fact that, like, we finally have, like, a head. And not just anybody. We have James Gunn, who, if you go on his Twitter, if you've watched his interviews, he is such a story based person he cares about character like arcs he cares about like all that kind of stuff that being said he's in a tough position yeah (laughs) like i was thinking about this he's in a very tough position he has so much that he has to clean up and i think the two things that are helping him right now are the fact that henry cavill and ben affleck are kind of back so if he wants to kind of fix up all, like the last 10 years he can at least do that in a way where he's still using the classic actors i think the problem is that they have an undefined universe and i feel like what i feel like james gunn is was brought in to do was to to make a cinematic universe mm-hmm. and since they don't really have a defined universe like they right. have several it's not going to be easy for him no because you have like a bunch of different actors playing a bunch of different characters mm-hmm. and you have movies coming out where things are going to be reset i feel like you can use the flash as kind of a reset but still yeah. it's going to be difficult and because even after you use the flash as a reset you then have to recast the flash so i feel like at the end of the flash movie you should just be like all right he's going to go reset the movie and then that's when you cut and then that's when you bring in a new character for the next one. It's like, right. oh yeah, I ran back into a different universe and I got a new face. <laughs> so I feel like that's how you do that. But the, the Witcher season four. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's it's gonna be hard to kind of transition between like he has a lot on his plate. He has a lot of building blocks. Like the foundation was kind of made with Black Adam and Superman. You have something already being set up with the Flash and. The next phase is gonna be another uh, is gonna be a hard aspect. Yeah. So what we're here to do today <laughs> is we're here to pitch our next phases for movies because our our next phases for Marvel and DC. Uh, Kyle doing DC, I'm doing Marvel. Yep. Um, just to give James Gunn a little help because we know he listens to the podcast. Oh yeah, dude, he's our he's our number one fan. And, and I know he has some sway at Marvel too, so that's why we're saying exactly. Yeah. So I guess I'm going first again. You are going first. Okay. Um, so my pitch is gonna pick up right after Black Panther. So phase four ends at, uh, Black Panther Wakanda forever. Mm-hmm. We, do, uh, we don't know what's happening in Black we, Panther we, Wakanda We don't forever. know. Uh, I'm Dr. not changing Do- that movie. Dr. Doom reveal, possibly? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, after Black Panther, I'm gonna say make Doom kind of the puppet master of the events of that film mm. and kind of the events of the future films going onwards i'm booking just this phase because i know later on uh in the next phase they have like this is phase five or the next phase is going to be phase five in phase six they have like fucking two avengers movies Uh... at the same time (laughs) forget that so i want three overarching stories i want the space story the earth story and the time story Because I'm just working with Phase 5. Phase 6 is going to be the same exact whatever they have right now. And we're still building up to Kang War and Secret War. So I, you have space, Earth, and time. And you have you, you have Fantastic Four connect Earth and space. And you have Ant-Man slash Loki connect 
time and earth. Mm -hmm. So space story, you're going to start with teasing Annihilation. Mm. For those who don't know, Annihilation is basically the cosmic reset of the universe. Big Bug Man kills everything in space. <laughs> you tease that in Guardians 3, but mostly in the Marvels. In the Marvels, you have a little bit of the Annihilation Wave as kind of like the big army that the Marvels have to face. And then that's when you can do a Nova series. Yes. So you can have the Nova series be Richard Rider, be the one who saw the Nova Corps die. And his buddy was Sam Alexander's dad. So Richard Rider was kind of like Earth's Nova. And Sam Alexander is the kid Nova that they brought in early 2000s. I feel like it'd be really cool if it was like Dick Ryder. <laughs> Dick Ryder. Dick Ryder. Are I'm just you saying say Dick yourself, Ryder. Dominic? <laughs> I'd love to be cast as Nova. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> His name is Richard Ryder. His name is Dick Ryder. Oh, God. It's whatever. Dick Ryder. <laughs> like, why would you? Like, like, whose idea was that? Where it was like, yeah. I, I think it's him. brilliant. I want to name this character Dick, Dick Ryder. Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get through it. <laughs> so in Guardians 3, most of the Guardians die. Like, I think what you have left is Peter, Groot, maybe Nebula, and Gamora. Mantis. I think you killed Gamora. Well, we got weird Gamora, right? You got past Gamora. We got past Gamora. But I feel like you She's can... She's going to die again? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Just... I, 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 I think the timeline is going to correct itself. Oh, so... Damn. And then Gamora... It, there's a Gamora in this universe, and there isn't supposed to be anymore. <laughs> so you kill that fucking Gamora. Okay. And then Rocket and uh, Drax are probably going to Yeah, Dr Drax doesn't want to be in the MCU anymore. Dave Bautista doesn't want to yeah. be in the MCU anymore, so kill Dave Bautista. And then Rocket's story. Uh, fucking Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is Rocket's story. Yeah, so... He's, fuck he's it, gonna, he's dead. Yeah, he's probably... He's either going to die or fall in love. Which, either one, I'm fine. If Rocket has a happy ending and you can bring him back later, good for him. But yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy, most of the Guardians are dead. Uh, the Marvels... You have to take place mostly in space just because it's it's Captain Marvel and that's mostly a space adventure. Mm. Um, and then after those two, kind of what I, I did when I did the movies, I was kind of like, okay, so for the movies, you're going to have the space movies. And then for the series, you're going to have the Earth series. And then you switch and then you mm. do earth movies and then space series okay so yeah it's not going in order i'm just explaining the space story no i got you yeah got so you. in the space story that's when you have like you see dick rider you have him see the nova Corps die by thanos's hand because that's how he got the power stone in infinity war and then that's when you have him come to earth give sam alexander the helmet and you kind of can set up like oh young avengers thing but then you can also be like, oh, we're buddies and we're hanging out and he's my mentor and he doesn't want to be a mentor. That kind of dynamic. Kind of like an old man Logan, but not old. Gotcha. Yeah. And then they can be Novas together or whatever. And then this leads into the new Guardians having to assemble because most of their roster has been killed. And that's when you have what I thought would be cool is if you had the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie mm. be, like, be like the Avengers team up. Oh, okay. Because, like, you have everybody. Mm -hmm. So you have... Because the Guardians of the Galaxy, I, I consider honorary Avengers. Right. Now we're going to make the Avengers honorary Guardians of the Galaxy. Sweet. So 
during Annihilation, which is going to be the second to last big movie mm-hmm. in my phase. You start with you start with Guardians of the Galaxy three. You end with Guardians of the Galaxy four, <laughs> Annih- Annihilation Conquest, and you have the Guardians, Nova, the Marvels, and the Avengers team up and fight Annihilation, and that's the big team up because I think that's what's missing from. That's what's been missing from these phases, is that you don't have a big team-up movie at the end. Yeah. You build all this stuff up, and then you don't really see it culminate until, like, five years down the line. Right. And I feel like that was a good thing about phase one, where you had, where it wasn't really connected. You had, like, a couple movies, and then you had the big team-up where everyone gets together. Mm. And you continue that into phase two, where, oh, they had their separate adventures. Avenger adventures. <laughs> and then they teamed up at the end. And phase three so i feel like you just need to continue that process yeah it, it gets you you establish a uh repeating process but you also can mix it up a bit you can have guardians of the galaxy be the team up so yeah that's like the space story you're building up nova you're building up the marvels and you bring them all into space to fight annihilation now what the fuck is going on on earth <laughs> so on Earth, you erase the fucking Echo series, you erase the Agatha <laughs> series, and you erase Ironheart. Okay, you don't. Okay, so instead of Ironheart having her own series, you put these characters in the fucking. You do a Daredevil show, you do a Scarlet Witch show, and then okay. you put Ironheart in the Armor War show, and then that can be the fucking Ironheart and War Machine team up. Okay. I'm all about team-ups in here, baby. Aren't they making Iron Wars a movie now? They're making it a movie. I'm making it a series. <laughs> okay. We make that a series in here. <laughs> yeah, I literally have Daredevil show, Scarlet Witch show, and Armor Wars is a show again. <laughs> so, you basically have the Earth story revolve around a power vacuum. Since the Avengers aren't really a thing anymore, uh, Justin Hammer's trying to take over the tech industry because Tony Stark got all of his stuff confiscated by the military right. in Spider-Man No Way Home. And Kingpin is trying to take over New York and is running for mayor. Mm. And that's when you have, like, Daredevil, Echo, and Spider-Man fucking try to beat the shit out of Kingpin and expose him for being corrupt. And I want, in the end, the world to be in shambles because uh, Secret Invasion, mm. they took over all the superheroes' bodies and the superheroes were doing bad things so they don't know who to trust. I want Secret Wars to fucking matter. <laughs> Basically, it's taking all these big stories and making them actually mean something. Because yeah. I feel like something that Marvel's doing right now is they have these big stories. And then they wrap it all up at the end with a nice little bow. Yeah, and they don't build off of anything. And, yeah. and they do them too early, and then nothing really happens after that. They're like, oh, this is huge! And they're like, we all figured it out at the end. We'll <laughs> never see this bad guy again. Yay! So, in Quantumania... Quantumania is going to start out my movie, so I'll go down the movie. So we're doing Quantumania, the movie. Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be a movie. Then Armor Wars is a series. Then Marvels, The Marvels is going to be a movie. Then Loki Season 2. That's just going to build off of what they were setting up at the end of Season 1. Just like, oh, the one above all, or whatever his name was. The one who, the, he who remains, that's mm-hmm. the one. He got killed, and how is uh, how are they dealing with that in the TVA? That's all that series is going to be. And then... Loki's like, I should probably warn the fucking main universe, but he's trying to figure out how to get to the main universe. Then you have Captain America, NWO, or New World Order, whatever. And basically, I want that movie to revolve around uh, 
Captain people not accepting Captain America still, mm-hmm. but he's accepted himself as Captain America. He's like, right. I don't care what you say. I'm like, you have a big conspiracy about like, oh, these people are trying to take over the world. Yeah, and he he thinks he beats them. He's like, I took care of the Serpent Society. They were trying to take over the world. <laughs> Whatever. But then you, in that movie, you establish uh, the Cabal. So that's like a post credit thing. You have Doctor Doom. You have Justin Hammer. You have the lady who's running the Thunderbolts. You have Namor. And I think that's all I'm going to do. And then you have you have those guys, and they're like, oh, we'll, we'll establish connection with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when you do the Nova series, because they're building up Nova. And he's like, oh, um, my dad's dead. My dad's dead. My, my dad's my dead. My dad's dead. Dick Ryder, can you be my dad? Like, yeah, sure, I'll be your dad. <laughs> Why did they name him Dick Ryan? <laughs> I'm sorry, if you're listening, please don't ever name your kid Richard. Please. I'm, I want to name my kid Richard just don't. so I can call him Dick. Bro, <laughs> why do you, like, you don't, like. Hey, Dick. Hey, Dick. <laughs> you're, that's just one way for your child to hate you for the rest of your life. <laughs> like, literally. Um. Oh, I guess I should probably explain what some of these stories are. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, okay, Quantumania, you, you, you show Kang, whatever. <laughs> that's it that's it he shows up he's he, like i'm kang and then like, he leaves i'm the big bad guy <laughs> okay so you have ant-man so modok exists in the quantum realm it's yellow jacket from the first movie whatever kang needs something from modok but modok's not giving it to him you have ant-man go steal a thing from modok okay whatever that's fine guardians of the galaxy 3 it's uh the big bad is gonna be the guy who mutated rocket to be rocket he kills drax groot's big again yeah let's say rocket's happy <laughs> let's say rocket gets together with his fucking Aww. otter friend his otter friend that's who it is in the books i think no it's a it's it's the only other it's it's another raccoon lady it's the only other I, one of his species i, I didn't know if it, i didn't know it was another one of the species that because in the in the video game Fake fan. in the video game Fake it's an fan. otter it's whatever <laughs> It's whatever. How can... In today's podcast, we're going to figure out how a raccoon and an otter get it. <laughs> hey, they fought. There you go. End of story. <laughs> Sweet. Um, Armor Wars, that's going to be... Justin Hammer is going to be big bad villain. Big bad man. And he's going to be like, oh, I'm getting all the fucking technology. Like, you don't know it's him at first, but it's like, oh, it's Justin Hammer because it's a big technology man. And you have Riri... And War Machine, I forgot his name. Don Cheadle. <laughs> Rhodey, you have Rhodes. Rhodey. Uh, you have them team up and be like, fuck the armor. It's ours. It's Tony Stark stuff. And then in the Marvels, you have, I don't even know what that fucking story is going to be. It kind of connects to, uh, supposedly it connects to Shang-Chi, whatever. The Marvels is just, you establish that there's a uh, big bug people, big bug army. Mm-hmm. That's all you establish. That's all I really care about in the Marvels. It's all right. In my version of the Marvel, of course, the, the actual movie—it's interesting, but whatever. Loki season two, uh, already said, fuck it. Um, it's just gonna be uh, continuing off of last season. What's the timeline looking at now that it's like all fucked up, and now Loki wants to warn the main timeline, so he's trying to figure out how to get to the main timeline. Captain America and W.O.—he thinks he beat the big bad guy, but there's an underlying big bad guy. <laughs> oh. And that's where you see, like, Doctor Doom and uh, the rest of the bitches. The bitches. I love that team. 
Why isn't there more teams named after swear words? The fucks. The fucks. The bitches. <laughs> the bitches. The asses. The cunts. The cunts. <laughs> uh, Nova series. Dick. Um, Spider-Man. Brand new day. Oh. So nobody knows who Spider-Man is. Nobody knows who Peter Parker is. Peter Parker gets a fucking social security number. Small story. I want this to be a very small story. Tiny little guy. Tiny little story set in Boston because that's where everyone is <laughs> right now. He's like obsessing over MJ, but then uh, Black Cat comes into the picture. And he's like, oh my god, Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> oh, oh, God. So good. I was just looking at the set pictures the other day. They made her They made her a ginger. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ, Dominic. <laughs> my brother in Christ. What the? <laughs> but you have like Black Cat have a vendetta against Kingpin because the MCU is based on the Ultimate Comics and in the Ultimate Comics uh, Black Cat is hired by or Black Cat's dad is hired by Kingpin but is killed by Kingpin so she doesn't like Kingpin and she wants to kill Kingpin but he's like nah fuck that and the Kingpin like makes Scorpion or whatever like he makes Scorpion a suit so Scorpion is like the henchman bad guy the the tough one that they have to face, like, uh, in Homecoming, like, I shocker. would love that, especially after n- now watching a lot of Better Call Saul and knowing that that actor is really fucking good. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah. I'm like, give me Scorpion. Give <laughs> me Scorpion. Like, uh, give... Scorpion is, like, the super-powered bad guy, but the underlying bad guy is gonna be Kingpin, and that's when you can set him up for, like, the Daredevil series after that, and then you have Echo be in that and be like, we fucking hate kingpin we're gonna take him down then you have like spider-man cameo and you're like i already tried and he's like really hard to beat up (laughs) i can't do it and uh daredevil's like did i defend you once and he's like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's the spider-man brand new date black cat give me black cat (laughs) jesus christ give me black cat what the fuck and then after that you have like the big the big three so you have the big series and Mm. uh Secret Invasion, where it's like, oh, the fucking big superheroes are actually bad. So you have, like, a scroll. Like, Captain America can be a scroll, not the one that we see in NWO, New World Order. But you just have, like, some important superheroes be be scrolls and kind of do bad things and, like, blow up buildings, like, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So then the world doesn't trust them anymore. Um, and then at the end of that series, all the superheroes are finally together and they're like, oh fuck, they don't trust us anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have the Guardians of the Galaxy come down and be like, we're fucked! <laughs> we're, we're doomed! And it's like, we need you to help us kill these things! And then that's when you have Annihilation Conquest, where it's like, Annihilus is eating planets, basically. Like, uh, if you've ever seen, like, termite videos where they just, like, disintegrate things, mm-hmm. that's what it is to planets. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we're losing everything. <laughs> like, have Peter Quill have, like, a beard... Have Dick Ryder have a beard. <laughs> Everybody has. A Everyone beard. has a beard. <laughs> Give Mantis a beard. <laughs> just like everyone, everything's in shambles, and it's just like, how the fuck are we gonna kill these things? And then like, I don't know, have Riri Williams just be like, pew. <laughs> Riri Williams does it all. <laughs> Everyone was like, she's, everybody step back. She's supposed to be like one of the smartest people on the planet, so she yeah, like, she can develop a bomb. Is she like like up with uh, Reed Richards kind of intelligence? She's, like, uh, slightly below Tony Stark. Okay. So, 
probably like top 10 smartest people probably in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably up there. Um, but yeah, you have sure Ruby Williams can save the fucking day. And then she can have a big ego when she gets to the series <laughs> next phase. But then, I thought I threw you through a loop there. That's not the last movie. It never is. This Dude, the Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe will never die. <laughs> it will go on until we are like 80 years old. <laughs> the last movie in this phase is going to be Thunderbolts. It's still going to oh, be Thunderbolts. But, but this time. <laughs> the lineup. You, you don't use just... 20 super soldiers <laughs> <laughs> why not so justin hammer has been assembling the thunderbolts slowly you get the abomination because he's still he at the end of she hulk he's like with wong so it's kind of like eh, iffy mm-hmm. but he got assembled by justin hammer justin hammer is going to be the iron man of the group you can still have like Bucky Barnes being in there, but kind of as like a, I'm cautious about this group, but I'm gonna like keep an eye on it. <laughs> I'm Bucky Barnes, and I constantly have trust issues. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even trust myself. <laughs> God help me. And that's exactly what this is. <laughs> you can still have Ghost in there because that's a cool power. That's one of the actual superpowers of the thing. You have a couple other members. I haven't thought of the minutia of it, but it's like. In the real, in the book Thunderbolts, it's basically a team assembled by bad guys pretending to be good while the Avengers are gone. Mm. So then they can take over the world. But then they turn good in the end. Oh. Right. It's the Suicide Squad. It's right. the, it's Suicide Squad. So you have Doom kind of being like the figurehead of this, uh, this group. Or not like the actual figurehead, but like the underlying. Yeah. Yeah. The backer. Mm-hmm. And what you can do in this movie is you can kind of turn them. Like, you can you can send them on missions. Like, they go on a couple missions, and they're like, yeah, we're, we're bombing everything. We're killing people. Die. We're taking over. The Avengers aren't here. Bang, 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 bang. Somebody like, save Dick Ryder. Somebody save Dick Ryder. <laughs> we're going to capture Dick Ryder for experimental purposes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know who Dick Ryder is. Dick Ryder's in space. Oh, we are fighting keep, we are, bugs. We are keeping Dick Ryder in, in a vault oh, for and, our use. <laughs> and, and, and in Annihilation Conquest, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, you can kill Peter Quill then. That's fine. Mm. That, that's when you can kill Chris Pratt. It's a me! A Star-Lord! <laughs> <laughs> Annihilation Conquest, here we come! <laughs> so yeah, like, in the Thunderbolts movie, there's no Avengers, there's no superheroes at all, and you can just have, like, a bunch of bad guys trying to take over, but then the bad guys realize, oh shit, we're, like, hurting people. Like, Ghost is the one who realizes, like, that's a family. We just, like, murdered half of them guys what if we stopped for a second and thought about our morale <laughs> and they'll be like yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> let's work and, and you can you can have red guardian in there because that's like a, that you can have two super soldiers i'll give you two two you can have two of them yeah i don't i love florence Pugh. i just feel like she would be better off in something else she doesn't need to be in this movie. She can be in the Secret Invasion thing. Yeah, she Fuck can. It. Like, put her, put like, I love her. Put her in other things. Just don't put her with fifty super soldiers. She'll be, she'll be with the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> fighting, Wait, <laughs> honestly, fight, that... fighting space. Low key, <laughs> like that would kind of bang. <laughs> but she could be a Captain America mm. because Captain America had uh, Natasha. Oh yeah. So then, fucking perfect. I 
I thought of that all on my own. Thank you. You're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I fit it. You did it. I did it. But yeah, then in Thunderbolts, they just realize they're good, and then they fight up against... They fight Justin Hammer. And okay. Then like, and then it's like, oh, you thought you beat the figurehead of Thunderbolts. <laughs> but it's actually Doctor Doom. And then that's when you can set up like Secret Wars for Doctor Doom and Fantastic Four with Doctor Doom. And just Doctor Doom is the big bad. Yes. And we're going to make Doctor Doom actually not be shitty. We're going to, like, I... I really hope that they have learned from the past two iterations of Doctor Doom. They have to have a plan for him. <laughs> See, the problem with Marvel right now, with how they have things structured, is that they're building two big bad guys. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, they haven't done that before, and I think they need to start planting seeds now. They already have Kang established. You need to start Doctor Doom now. Well, that that'll be for Wakanda. Well, that'll be that'll. We be don't like, even know if it's in, in Wakanda forever. I think I saw. Oh, if you think you saw something, then okay. I cool. think I saw something. I think it's gonna be, but I think it's gonna be like what they did with Thanos in Avengers One, where it's him like turning on the chair and it's like him smirking. Yeah, God. and then you're like, oh, he's out there. He's coming. <laughs> he's coming. That's gonna be. That's kind of what they're doing with Doctor Doom. I, I think that's a that's a good idea, but if if it's true, but yeah, they need to start. Now, if they're doing if they're doing Secret Wars and they're doing Kang Kang Wars, whatever Kang it is, Wars. Kang 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 versus Kang Kang Dynasty, stupid name, whatever. <laughs> Everything is stupid. A lot of these fucking names that they have for Marvel movies now, I think are dumb as shit. Multiverse of Madness, dumbass name. Don't come at me, stupid ass name. Quantumania, fuck that name, stupid name. Titles are hard, man. <laughs> titles but yeah I'll just run down the movies again Quantumania Guardians of the Galaxy 3 Armor Wars the series the Marvel's movie Loki season 2 the series Captain America New World Order the movie Secret Invasion series Guardians of the Galaxy Annihilation Conquest the movie uh, and then Thunderbolts the movie that's so hot thank you <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> this is really hot. So uh, I'm now in charge of Marvel. I sent that. I emailed that over to Kevin. Kevin said, "Finally, I can go into retirement." And he said, "God damn, DC hit me up." No, <laughs> I politely declined, but I think I'm gonna go back. But but I think they they really need some help. But let's, <laughs> let's see what Kyle has to say first before I, I get hired. Oh boy. Um. So that's so funny. You went into um such grand detail you if had, you know i i made half of that shit up on the spot so you're, i you're all probably <laughs> am going to do the same i want to preface with i told dominic i was going to do this last night which i did uh half of it last night see we thought of i, I thought of this idea or we thought of this idea i, yeah. don't, I don't remember well, i think we thought of it because we were like so excited about james gunn taking over right and we were like what if we pitched our own yeah but we talked about this like a couple of days ago yeah. So we've had time, and I did mine last night too. I so. but I did mine after seeing Mason's show, and I got into my bed, and I was like, "Wow, this is so comfortable, <laughs> so comfortable." I like got my journal out, and like as I was like half falling asleep, just jotting down any <laughs> ideas, like literally any ideas. So do not take this as serious. I think this well. I think this is completely serious. I'm going to record this and... Well, I'm already... I'm well, we are recording. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, I'm going to cut this section entirely and send this section only 
to DC Studios, and then they're going to hire you. Yeah, James Gunn is going to be like, oh, thank you, dude. I'm out of work, you bitch. (laughs) James Gunn is going to be like, thank you so much. All right, so this is my messy DC reboot. Hey, that's all right. So if I like if I'm I'm going off of this as if uh, they hired me instead of James Gunn. Yes. Um, completely retcon everything. Completely restart. Just just new new <laughs> actors, new cast, new everything. I the like like I honestly. But you're keeping Black Adam though. <laughs> uh yeah no uh, totally. <laughs> um, sorry rock we we had we we have had like what 10 years of this random dc cinematic universe that's had its ups i think it'll be 10 years next year yeah 2013 to yeah so um i'm starting fresh i'm just starting right out of the pot because i want something more consistent i want something okay. that isn't just a cash grab. I'm not looking for a title that's going to be like, yeah, Batman v Superman. Like, everyone's going to watch that. Everyone's going to love it. Wow. <laughs> I remember when that movie came out and it was going up against Civil War and everyone was like, Civil War is going to fucking go in the tank. Dude, I remember <laughs> that too. And honestly, I, I think before, because I still had hopes for DC, I was like, I mean, they might be right. It's Batman v Superman. And then it's, it's the two most popular characters of all time. And then you watch it and you're like, wow. Oh, the quality of movies actually does matter. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Look, storytelling is important. That's <laughs> It isn't just titles. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, so I will say a lot of my pitches are, are, are just superheroes getting their own movie. It's not as well thought out as it That's could be. That's fine. But, uh. Starting off, well, who is going to start off our new cinematic DC universe? I was, before you start, I was going to say, yeah, you kind of have a, a whole different a whole different beast to conquer. Because I, when I was pitching, I had like 10, 11, 12 years yeah. already established right. on mine. So it's like, shit. I already have some backstory. I had these characters, but yeah, you have like you have to establish like whole new characters and I like, also, it's the main ones too. <laughs> I'm also taking into account the audience, and I am taking into account the fact that we have had just years of like um like of, of this media for people to understand these characters already, or at least have a pretty good idea of them. Right. So I'm trying to not have as many i'm not trying to i'm not trying to waste everybody's time with an origin story um because it's like because we know these dc they're they have some of the most popular characters of all time and yeah you know their origin like superman's origin right yeah it's planet blows up uh-huh batman's origin parents die mm. wonder woman's origin she's made out of clay or, <laughs> that, or, or zeus fucks of Amazon. Right. She's on Amazon Island, whatever. Yeah. Like you know these characters. Exactly. So I don't want to I don't want people to come into the theater being like, "Oh, wow, another superhero origin movie in this superhero saturated cinema market." <laughs> I can't believe we're going to see the planet blow up. Wow. <laughs> so starting off right off the bat, I had to give this some thought. I was like, "Who am I going like out of all of the big superheroes, who do I want to introduce first? Yep. And I thought, okay, I'm going to start off with the Flash. But no, it's not Flashpoint. I'm not. Do- I'm not making the Flash movie's first fucking film a Flash. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Okay, 
This isn't. This so is, this is a whole like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are. So so this this movie. Uh, what are, I, uh, wait, are you saying you're not doing Crisis on <laughs> first movie? Bullshit. <laughs> Don't want to see it. So right off the bat, I want to you know since this is since we are making a cinematic universe, I want to make it starring Wally West. He's just. Oh gotten the mantle after Barry Allen. So we see that... Uh, I was going to say... Yeah, so... I'll let you finish. Yeah, yeah. So Barry Allen has had his time. We've seen Barry Allen do whatever, but now it's Wally West's turn, and he has to... His his conflict is that he doesn't feel good enough for the mantle. And people don't really know... Since people don't know that... um, it's Wally West or Barry Allen, like they don't know their identities. Everybody's just like, yeah, the Flash, the Flash. And uh, Wally West has, uh, what is it, Im- imposter syndrome? Yep. Yeah, and it's just right. k- kind of... I'm a little boy, and you're like, no, you have superpowers. You're probably the better Flash. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like how we feel where he's like, man, I peaked as a sidekick. And now he feels... <laughs> he's like, I, we peaked in high school, he peaked as a sidekick. <laughs> They're very equivalent things. Yeah, and I part of... I, I want to make it to where like he feels guilty for Barry Allen. I will say he died. And so he's got he's to kind of deal with that. And just every little task he does, he's the thing that, that makes him mess up is him always second-guessing himself. But it's just like that, like, I, like, of that, well, I can't be better than my mentor mentality. Um, and I don't want to give him, like, a super big villain. I don't want to give any of these guys big villains, but I want to give him good villains. So it would be, he's versing the rogues in, like, a big heist movie. That's a big villain. That's a, it's a big villain, but it's not like, it's not like he's versing the reverse Flash. And okay. his first movie, you know, it's not Good like point. Batman's fighting Joker in his first movie. It's, Thank God. it's just like these are the rogues. They're a good villain. They're a good thing. They're, they're established, but they're not the main. Right, right. And so, like, it would be a big heist film. These guys like need something that could give them just absolute control over the government and allow them to live luxurious lives, while uh, being the one percent of like they would be the top one percent of America and everybody else would be below them. So that would be what the heist entails. What it what would that be exactly? I haven't thought out the details. I want him to like have kind of like that neighborhood idea of like friendly neighborhood flash. <laughs> friendly neighborhood flash of like he cares about his community. I like that. And he sees people struggling, so he knows that if the rogues do this, that will impact the people that he's like mostly closely protecting. Oh yeah. And so it's it's as he's like fighting these rogues and fighting for that, he puts he overcomes his imposter syndrome by putting the people that he's trying to save above his own self-image and he realizes that he can overcome anything you know what approved (laughs) (laughs) sweet but that would be the 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 first movie i like that so the second movie is superman But I've never seen a Superman movie in my life. So glad this character is finally getting some spotlight. Oh, I and this one. Here's the thing. I, I, I don't. I feel like you're gonna depower him a bit. Like, 
I feel like that's a wise choice. Not depower him necessarily, but just focus on other things other <laughs> than the fact that he is the most powerful. That he can be shot in the eyeball. <laughs> my my favorite iteration of Superman is Smallville. I love yeah. Smallville was what I grew up on. It's what a lot of people grew up on when they were like hungry for superhero TV show content. It was the only Give me that CW. Give me that C <laughs> But it also allows you to just focus on Superman and his relationships with other people. Mm -hmm. And something that I learned um, in theater, like in college, was people, like as much as we can like throw characters into a big life crisis situation where the world's gonna explode, what people are really interested in at the end of the day, and obviously you wanna add more than just this, but like the core of everything should be like your main character and the conflicts they have in their relationships or why their relationships are strong and meaningful. Okay. <laughs> Dominic's like, no, no I no, want to no. see action and I want Michael Bay explosions. No, that's a perfect pitch. No, not, not the one that you just said, but the yeah. one that you're pitching right now. Yeah. I want, oh God, we need to do a reverse episode of this. <laughs> that, you you want to do the DC now? Well, I, no, because, like, I have my own ideas for mm -hmm. DC2, obviously. Yeah. But, like, there's one, like, aspect that I want to put into a Superman movie where it's, like, there's this big bad guy, whatever. Mm -hmm. he's, he's fighting throughout the city, knocking things over, destroying things. And Superman beats him. He saves the day. But he's, like, he's, he's sad or whatever. And, and the people are, like, what's wrong, Superman? And it's, like, a little girl got kidnapped. Mm. And I didn't save her. Oh. And it's, like... He beat up a super villain, uh -huh. stopped a bank robbery, right. and like, he did all this amazing thing. He did mm. all these amazing things, and it's just like, I didn't save her. <laughs> or she's still out there, and I haven't found her, and I can't get to her. That's yeah, no, I like that. And what I think what you're gonna find with my pitches, mm -hmm. and there is a there is a common theme and a common thread that I did purposely for the last phase and the big bad villain yep. of this kind of um, idea with identity um, and identity crisis. Um, not, <laughs> not, the, not the story. Not the like. story, but like <laughs> this, 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 uh, this, this focus Superman movie is like he just gets a job at um, Daily Planet. Daily Planet. I almost said Daily Bugle. Yeah, same um, thing. It's literally the same thing. But it's like he's had his powers for a while. He is Superman. He's saving the day. But giving that kind of like Spider-Man kind of twist of like he he's has still young. he's still young, but he still has to like juggle like his real life with Superman and the fact that Clark Kent feels more like the mask than Superman does. Mm -hmm. Like he's like I know that I am literally able to accomplish such amazing attributes. Like I can I can be around the world in sixty seconds. And it doesn't even phase me. <laughs> like he's at a photocopy and he's like, I could make this go so much faster. <laughs> but I can't. But I can't. And so it's like, it's him like struggling to really hit it off with Lois because when he is Clark Kent, he is just kind of like this awkward, small little guy who is, you know, just, you know, kind of fun, kind of quirky. He's trying to like get up in, you know, in at the Daily Planet, but people keep, just being better at his job because he has other things to focus on. I like it. 
and um, he's he. I I I'm gonna steal exactly what you just said. I like it. <laughs> yeah, of of like he he's saving everybody, but yeah, like there's a girl. There's always like one thing that gets away. Yeah, and it's like and it's like after like a long day, he comes home and he turns on the news, and it's just like like five people burned, you know, in a building today. It's like a bunch of good news, and then there's that one news article of someone he didn't save, and it's just... Like, he's burning the candle at both ends. He's like, I'm helping everyone I can, but I can't help I can't. I can't save them all. And he's just like, he's like, he's like, if I can't save everyone, should I just, like, give up? Like, should I just, should I just be like, should I just... What's the point? What's the point? Like, he has that idea of, you know, I was raised to be a good Samaritan, but I was also raised by farmers. Like, why can't, you know, I just go, like, live off the grid, be a farmer, be, like, the best super farmer ever. Um, like, that's just yeah, something. Yeah, like, help people in the economy. Yeah. Through feeding them instead of, like, yeah. And then <laughs> I thought, you know what? Because my whole thing is about identity, what if we have um, Cyborg Superman and Bizarro come in? Oh. From the bat... I I'm just like it. yeah, I just start ruining his reputation, and it's also two people that are pretty much like matching him in superpowers, and he realizes it's like no, because he's he realizes that he has to stay and he has to save people because when someone as powerful as him is gonna come and kind of ruin everything, then. Who else? He is, has the ability. Yeah, it's kind of the with great power comes great responsibility, but it works. But it, it works. It works. And I feel like that's really fitting for a, a young Superman because everything in art is stolen, and mm. I feel like even though Superman might not have had this story, I feel like that's a important element in both of their stories. Of like, I have the power, so I should help people. Mm-hmm. And kind of like what we were talking about earlier with making your big bads, like with little stepping stones first before you just throw them in there. Right. I want, and I'm taking this from Smallville as well, I want Lex to be in it, but I want him to be like, like kind of like how Gus is like this big guy who like comes in and makes appearances. Oh, you're talking like Fring and... Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> like, like Gus Fring and Breaking Bad like comes into the DEA and is like, oh, it's nice to meet you. Like, like I want Lex to like come into the Daily Planet, kind of be very interested in Clark and you know make all these interesting comments. And I want, Ooh. I want his, I want him to make a friendship. And you can see that um, the advice that Lex gives him is like very biased towards Lex benefits, but it sounds good. Like, it's like, you would also benefit from this, but you don't know that I would benefit more. And then I want a friendship with him and Jimmy to be, like, this, like, more wholesome, more, like, well, you know, like, do things for yourself. Like, that is okay. And it's like, you know, you'll figure it out on your own. So you have, like, these two, like, devil and angel I love it so much. on his shoulder. <laughs> and it's like, and, and at the end of the day, he kind of goes more with Jimmy's thing. And at the end of the movie, we realize that, like, Cyborg Superman was part of Lex's. Um, oh, that's so good! But I feel like that's like an end credit. Scene. Yeah, like yeah. an end credit scene of Lex being like, "No, like, like this is just failed. the be this is just the beginning." But we will, we will, we will uh, perfect. We will, we will perfect. Speaking go uh -oh. so going off of the third <laughs> film in this phase, we yes. obviously have a Batman movie. 
<gasps> Let's go! You're going that deep? Uh, you're going, you're going F-list character Batman? This one was the hardest one to pitch. There's been so many Batman movies. Literally. So many fucking Batman movies. I don't know how the fuck to do it differently at this point. <laughs> I don't know. But, so what I, what I, what I pitched was make it, I like this idea that he is a detective, but I want it kind of directed in the way that the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies was kind of like like I want a scene where Batman's fighting somebody and he's like talking to himself and like he's like, like dissecting it the dissecting how he's going to beat them because then it's like boom hit like 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 he's analyzing him in a detective standpoint you can see that oh this guy's limping he pops possibly had like an injury oh he had surgery on his knee he had surgery on his bam, knee. Bam, 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 boom oh my god i can just oh i can see it where it's like slow mo he's analyzing and he's like going through the battle slow mo style he's like all right i'll knock these guys out and then like and then like it reverses back and he's like does it full motion yeah yeah like i feel like that works perfectly for batman because he is always analyzing everything and we've seen him Kind of be a detective in Matt Reeves. We've seen him kind of be like a stalker in, <laughs> in The Dark Knight. So I, I like. So like, far, all of your things have had more or uh, themes to them. Yeah. Can I guess the theme for this one? I, I, Do you have a theme for this one or not? I don't know. <laughs> you can <laughs> guess the theme. I, I was going to say, like, overthinking. That would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Over but because like yeah, you can have that scene word. at the beginning where he's like analyzing everything. He's like he had a limp. His knee, he had surgery on his knee. Mm. Oh, he's looking a little tired. He hasn't gotten enough sleep. Mm. He's easy to trip. And then like you can have a uh, fucking Alfred be like, you're overthinking things. Mm. That man didn't have surgery. <laughs> he has a bum knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I like that back and forth uh, banter with with Alfred. And I think that this Batman, I want to make him lonely, but I honestly, I just want a fucking Batman <laughs> that like actually feels something and is trying to like, like I like. Oh, we've seen so many fucking brooding, emotionless Batman. And yes, these actors make. Woo! Like strong choices with the material they are given to, like you know, be like, well, yes, he's dark and brooding and emotionless, but you know, I took it, you know, in this way or that way. I want to just like actually show that like Batman is lonely, <laughs> like, and like, and that like he's trying to be good with Alfred. He is trying to be good with um, Gordon uh, or like yeah, Commissioner Gordon. But because he won't get the like actual uh, therapy that he needs, he uh, he's just going to like he is his own worst enemy. And I I was like, who am I gonna make the villain of this? Because I have to have a villain that's gonna make him question himself to kind of go with these themes. And I was like, Hugo Strange. I want Ooh, barely, barely. I want and kind of taking from the video games I kind of want to either lock him in Arkham Asylum so keep the movie kind of small and into one setting so that you can just kind of focus on something or keep it a little bigger and maybe like 
put him on a boat with Hugo Strange or something. Just something to where, like, the stakes are you are in this one setting. You only, like, there, 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 there's a conflict. Hugo is messing with your mentality and your image and your idea of yourself. He knows Bruce Wayne's identity. And so we can, ju- we can just focus on that and that sort of mind game. And then Hugo is dissecting him the entire time. So when they finally have that conflict, Yo. Hugo just tears into Batman's like whole image, his whole process, yeah. and calls him out for who he is. And Batman has to prove that he's better than how he I'm is. more than that. I'm more than that. Which I think is really, really fun. Um, that that was the best thing I could come up with. There's so much Batman I feel, if out you, there. If you want like a lonely Batman, I feel like at the beginning of the movie you can have where it's like he's not talking to Alfred or like he texts Alfred, but he doesn't like have him in an earpiece. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like at the end of the movie, yeah, you have him like on the boat and you you have him like, all right, Alfred, I need your help, and like yeah. he actually finally accepts right. some help. Yeah, and I also or like just a, just a point where Batman is like actually like maybe about to die and like he's like he's like talking to Alfred and he is having a hard time saying like I love you or I appreciate you. Yeah. And he's like trying but then he gets out of it and he's like thanks Alfred. <laughs> oh, that, that's that goes hard. Yeah, that goes pretty hard. So then we get a little weird <laughs> in my next movie which is Aquaman. That's a great lineup. This is yeah. So well, a great geez. lineup of movies so far. Well, I mean, you know, it's all got to lead to something, right? You know, if you're right. making a universe, that was the whole pitch. So we have Aquaman versus climate change. That, <laughs> why is that weird? I like it. That's I, a good idea. Like, I, like it's it's takes like, on an oil baron. Fuck yeah, <laughs> that guy. Like, I want Aquaman to be like, okay, I am the king of Atlantis. And like that, like Atlantis is his home. And then like, yeah, like there's like a huge oil spill and Aquaman's like, man, what the fuck? And it's almost like that, I know, X-Men mentality of like, of like, man, fuck the, fuck the normal Fuck people. the normies, fuck the, the earth no- people. Fuck the earth people. And then he like, he comes out and he's like, we need to stop. Like the ocean, like my ocean is flooding. Like you're f- screwing me over. And everybody's like, ha ha, the guy who fucks fish. Like <laughs> another thing that we could do is like, he just blocks off water. Like, like fucking Aquaman's like, oh, you don't take me seriously. You don't fuck with me. I'm going to cut off your water your supply. supply. And then it's like everybody's like, "Oh my god, is is Aquaman a fucking villain?" Like, yeah, make it make it an anti-hero movie. Yeah, dude, because like, what are you like, Aquaman? Like, what are you gonna do with him if he if if his if his home is Atlantis? Really, if his show, home is the water. Yeah, then make then make it that. And so then we live in a world where like Aquaman is kind of a bad guy, and then he sees like the repercussions that he's like doing for humanity, and he's like, "Damn." Atlantis is important, but there has to be a way that we can live in peace and we can come to an agreement. And you know who I have as my villains? Ocean Master and King Shark. And we can even have it to where Ocean Master is like convincing him too, like, hey, fuck, fuck land. Yeah, fuck the land. You know, fuck, like, like. Let's 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 cut off the like the water Honestly, supply to Earth. If we melt the glacier, <laughs> if we do it, water world. <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, and then and, and 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 I've never seen the actual Aquaman movie. I think. Really? Yeah, I haven't it's yet. A, it's a pretty good movie. 
that's fine. Is I think it's is Ocean Master the one? He's, yeah, he's the main villain. Okay, yeah, I thought it was Black Mantis in the first one, but I think that's that's kind of like the side villain. Okay, kind of okay. like the side piece. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Ocean Master, and he's like he's manipulating Aquaman into doing this, but then Aquaman overcomes it. But Aquaman is like, am I a hero of Atlantis or am I a hero to all? And that's kind of his sort of internal conflict of what he has to overcome. A man of two worlds. A man of two worlds. A fish in the sea. A fish of two worlds. A fish of two worlds. And like, is is he a king to his people or is he just a king for the greater good? <laughs> um, and so like, that's, that's kind of that uh, conflict of that. But I also would like if he like had to like go and like flood some like, really shitty corporations and that everybody's like we're gonna sue you and he's like i don't who are you gonna sue yeah my own fucking country the ocean yeah you're gonna sue the ocean bitch <laughs> like i don't i don't even have i don't even have your currency like <laughs> you think i have a fax you think i have an email <laughs> i'm aquaman <laughs> I don't, I don't even, he's like, I'm not, I don't even have citizenship here. Like, and you're going to try to sue me in an American court justice system. <laughs> so that, that, like, that was my thing for Aquaman. I like this. As I go on, I like my ideas get less and less uh, thought out. I'll just add more on. I'll just talk more. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I know. I didn't really have anything to say for your Marvel thing. Cause you just were going at it. You were, uh, I have, I have like paragraphs. I know you were just, you were just reading it off. Like you were reading the Bible. I was like, Oh, <laughs> I right, dude, you're going to probably talk a lot for this one. Cause I didn't have an idea, but I needed this for okay. uh, my last movie. We have a Green Lantern trilogy, Ooh. but yeah. each movie is focused on a, a different, different Green Lantern. Lantern. Yay! <laughs> so we start with Hal Jordan. Um, of course you fucking. Of do. course I fuck. Don't worry, I'm getting to the other <laughs> ones. Okay, that was a I want the one with your first name. <laughs> we start off with Hal Jordan. It's yep. your. It's your very. Um, I, honestly, I was just like run of the mill. You're just like I just need fucking Green Lantern. I just man. need Green Lantern. It is kind of his origin story uh, because I was like I don't really know too many Green Lantern stories, um, but then it's it's his it's his origin story into how he's into the Green Lantern Corps, but we just make it better than the Ryan Reynolds one, and then we have the following one, John Stewart, his origin story and how he gets into the Green Lantern Corps. And then we have Kyle Rayner at the very last one. My favorite. Yeah, everybody's super pumped and excited for that one. It's his origin story. <laughs> He's the fun Green Lantern. I He's also, the artist. And then I put Sinestro is the villain of all of them. <laughs> so I'm a big, 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 big Green Lantern fan. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple ways you can go with this. Is your last movie like a Justice League movie? Like in my phase, yes. Yeah, the yeah. one. So after, I'll, I'll 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 give you the rundown. So after this Green Lantern trilogy, yeah. And I might even like throw like, but in between, throw like a movie in between. Yeah. So it might go like Flash, a Green Lantern, uh, Superman, another Green, Green Lantern. Lantern, Batman, another Green Lantern, Green Lantern, Aquaman, and then we would go Wonder Woman, Justice League movie. Okay. Because there's a couple ways you can do it. Because you can either have Green Lantern separate from all of that, be like have it be the lantern wars mm -hmm. or you can have like what you can do is you can do hal jordan's movie he can be in the justice league that could be just like 
oh, I'm Earth's protector, blah, blah, blah. Then you can have Jon Stewart and Kyle Rayner kind of deal with the Lantern Wars stuff because you can have, in Hal Jordan's movie, you, you can establish, like, oh, the Green Lanterns are the protector of the universe, they have each sector, whatever. And then at the end of that movie, you can establish, yes, Sinestro has the Yellow Lantern, and there's, like, we didn't know there was more colors. Could mm. there be more colors? And Hal Jordan's like, Fuck that, I'm on Earth. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then that's when you can put, like, uh, Jon Stewart being like, I'm the space Green Lantern. I deal with everything out in space. Mm-hmm. And I come to Earth sometimes. But, like, <laughs> I'm mostly out here in space. And you can have him deal with, like, there's a big early Jon Stewart uh, story where he basically protects this planet, but he fails, and the planet blows up and dies and he basically ends an entire civilization on accident whoops yeah whoops like that could be like his first mission and be like i don't know if i'm capable of this and eventually he learns to get over it and in that movie you can be like the red lanterns are the bad guys the Mm. big rage lanterns and then like in kai not you in Kyle, Kyle, in Kyle's movie, yeah, you can be like all of those together. Like, I guess you could be like, if that movie's Green Lantern two, mm-hmm. Green Lantern three can be like the emotional spectrum movie, mm-hmm. and be like all of these emotions together. And Kyle is the one chosen to be the White Lantern, the right. most powerful Lantern, and it's like both of the other Green Lanterns having to help him mm-hmm. while also having to deal with like kyle being a messiah of the universe right and being like imposter syndrome (laughs) yeah oh i'm just an artist in california (laughs) but i'm also space jesus (laughs) and also this would be nice because this would be like the first few movies where there's kind of like a collaboration but it's still, you know, it's like, oh, like, we're all Green Lanterns. Yeah. But this is, like, you know. Connecting. Con- connecting. Um, but I like that because I know you know Green Lantern a lot better than I do. Yeah. Um, like, in the first and the s- mostly in the second movie, you can establish more Lantern cores. Yeah. Probably at the end of the first one, you could be like, oh, there's a Blue Lantern. And they're really peaceful and nice. They're hope. And then in the second one, you could be like, yeah, but then there's also red and orange which is like anger and greed and it's like ooh, those are scary and then in the last one you can have kyle kind of traveling to all of them and be like i need to learn how to control these emotions mm. and then you can have him be the white lantern and take out motherfucking the black lantern necron i think if you want to end the trilogy with green lanterns on a big note you can have Kyle Rayner of being the Messiah, but wouldn't it be fucking crazy if just like every, like they just made an abundance of rings from every Lantern Corp, and then everyone in the universe is chosen for their like what works for them, and it's like pretty like Kyle's got to fix that as like this whole Messiah figure. <sighs> Oh yeah, like after the second one, it's yeah, like, like can you there's imagine- a boom in emotional spectrum. Yeah, rings. and there's so it's like everybody on Earth 
is suddenly like a lantern. Everybody on some random planet has their own lantern, and then it's just mm-hmm. like all of these lantern corps are now completely full. And then Kyle's got to be like, wow, I'm an artist from California, but now I'm Jesus. How am I going to fix this? <laughs> <laughs> like, just just giving him, like, the most complicated situation right off the bat. And, and he's like, I, I like that idea because that, like, that pushed urgency on, like, all the Lantern cores having, like, their own color and being like, he has to travel to these different planets and be like, oh, I have to go to fucking this planet and learn right. this emotion. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm Jesus, apparently. I'm the one with the white one. <laughs> what, and that's such a that's such an interesting arc of making him, like, a messiah, but not the way that Zack Snyder tried to make Superman, like, this figure of just, like... A, well, Superman was, like, a reluctant messiah because he was like, I don't want to be Jesus, I but I am. But I guess I kind of am. Whereas, like, he's like, wow, I have the power of all lanterns. I have the power of every emotion ever. <laughs> ever. And I have to basically do emotional damage control on the universe. <laughs> I think it would be a great idea if, like, his ring could be the one that nullifies others and be like, yeah. I take your power, but not for my own gain, but for your own benefit. Because mm-hmm. some people are unfit for right. that amount of power, mm-hmm. you know. That's really cool. So that there, there goes. There's the Green Lantern trilogy. Wonder Woman. I want a Wonder Woman movie, kind of like She-Hulk, kind of like The Boys, sort of, of like Wonder Woman when she's normal. Because mm-hmm. I she's I, a normie. She's a normie. I want her to be a politician. Ooh. I want this to be like a politician movie, and her enemy is Doctor Psycho, <laughs> <laughs> and it's who's going to run for. Uh, president or mayor and it's like dr psycho is just mind controlling people to get votes i think it'd be better if it was like senate senate yeah just because like that powerful of a seat oh i guess you can have wonder woman as like the president yeah 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 well i i just was like and she's the they're going out for something they're trying to maybe like for the un or something because she's from amazon still or but I I I think like she's like going like it, well, I was trying to think of if she should use like her secret identity to like Ooh. go out as like mayor or something so that she can like fight for what she wants in the right way like she's fighting for women's rights right she's fighting for just people's rights and she's like well if I'm not off just you know using my uh, bulletproof cuffs. Um, How am I actually going to make a change? Because I want her conflict to be, I want Earth to be more like where I'm from. Like like the Amazons. And like, you know, giving giving women full power. Want man's world to be... Want, yeah, want, want our to, world. <laughs> yeah, and I feel, but but doing it in a way that is both tasteful and makes sense, mm-hmm. and both like true to her character, and like you see where her motivations are coming from because we live in America and we're pretty corrupt. <laughs> and so, and then like having to go up against, and I did kind of take this from the Harley Quinn Quinn show, <laughs> just a really sexist. Yeah, just a really sexist piece of shit. Kind of <laughs> giving. Uh, this is why I said like kind of like the boys of like he's kind of like a metaphor for trump and like men in cells i like it and so and well he, i don't like it but i like I, the idea <laughs> yeah 
and like, I mean, I'm not down with the idea. Okay. And it's, and, it's, and it's just really interesting of like how we like split their perspectives and how much of Dr. Psycho is using actual mind manipulation and how much of it is just him giving his opinion and people being like, yeah. And Wonder Woman's internal conflict can be like, you know, more of like, like, am I pushing too hard to re reculturize something that I'm not from? Right. And so it's kind of, it's, it's, it's more on that. It's more like, am I being like too forceful? And she finds like a good balance of what she wants to fight for while also trying to like not make Dr. Psycho. Wonder take... Woman as a political thriller is a brilliant idea. Thank you. I was, <laughs> because it's like, like what, what I learned, that is like the number one thing I learned in um, college was like story, like really how to structure a story right and if you give like it's so easy to make superheroes just save the world like it's so easy it's so easy to just put them up against the bad guy have them beat the bad guy and win yeah but it's but it's more interesting when you have to use mind games when you have to use different tactics when it's like if, when the solution isn't punching yeah and especially if you're making uh dr psycho a political figure how does her punching Dr. Psycho make her look in the media? Right. When you do, like, kind of like how The Boys makes Homelander, like, if he doesn't have um, the views of the people, then he doesn't have, you know, anyone to love him. So it's like Wonder right. Woman also kind of has to take that, like, how can I fight for women's rights without violence? And I'm not saying there wouldn't be any action in the film, obviously. Well, uh, yeah, because it's a superhero movie. It's a you superhero movie. You're going to have her... It's, it'll be mandated by the <laughs> company, yeah, if anything. Right. Um, so, but, like, having, like, that political, uh, like, figure and then, like, commenting on, like, pro-life or pro-choice and, like, like just... Like, just, just hardcore political decisions. That, uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I want my superhero movies to be able to, like, you know, say something about stuff. Right. <laughs> you know? Not, not just be, like, mindless, dumb popcorn. Yeah. Martin Scorsese is wrong. It's not a roller coaster. <laughs> they There could be things said. There, you can you can use the superhero genre to, to get people's attention. Well, regardless... Superheroes are such a big platform that a billion dollar industry, people are going to see it. A lot of people are going to see it. So mm. you might as well put a message that a lot of people are going to see yeah. in the movie. It makes mm. sense. So that that would be my approach. I think Dr. Psycho is perfect. I feel like it would be, uh, you know, another thing that we talked about in college is why this play now, why this story now. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be a good. Oh, oh that's a great. Yeah. And then to end it off, it is indeed a Justice League movie, and <gasps> yes. I was like, okay, I obviously I, I made it purposeful that they all have kind of internal conflicts, whether it's about identity, overthinking, what they're fighting for, being right, whether they're fight, you know, Aquaman, flawed gods, yeah, flawed gods like Aquaman and Wonder Woman, kind of like being more drawn to their home rather than where they're actually trying to protect. Right. Who is going to come in? And really fuck with that. Well, I think with Brainiac. Oh, I like Brainiac. He's that's smart move. He's big enough to where you're like, that's kind of like how like Ultron he, was a big bad for the second Avengers, Avengers movie. movie. So I think Brainiac coming to just be like, I'm here to collect all knowledge of this planet and destroy it. And then also... I'm here to rip up your cities. And I would also want him to, like, have some mind bots that, like, attach to, like, the back of your neck and then start, like, while they're, like, downloading your data, make you, like, 
question yourself and like not see reality for what it is. These these nanobots would go on the back of their necks and they would make them like it would make the superheroes question themselves kind of like they did in their own trilogy, but now they have to team up and so they're 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 the, the, they have to like it amplifies they have to, their anxieties. It amplifies their anxieties. They have to overcome their own personal battle with themselves again while also working as a team. And it would be the perfect like team up movie. They overcome it. They beat the bad guy. We finally have a cinematic universe that has been built up and not just thrown in. Well, it's kind of thrown and smashed together. I came it up. I came up with it. And <laughs> some some highlights I think you can throw in is like for Green Lantern, you can have Hal Jordan be the main Green Lantern, and yeah. you can have his city coast because he's like the one on earth yeah he's the... i feel like kyle is like gonna be like kind of pooped out oh, after yeah he, <laughs> he's still space jesus at yeah. the end of his at the end of his movie uh-huh so him and john are out in space dealing with space jesus stuff yeah but on earth yeah hal jordan his his city coast city what i think you can do is you can have so what brainiac does is he takes cities and like bottles them and that's how you get like superman's bottle the city and that's where super uh supergirl comes from mm-hmm. so you can have like how Jordan City ripped up, but not returned. Like you can have, yeah. you can have Brainiac rip up cities and take them, but then like at the end of the movie, you can have them returned. Or like there's a point of where some of the cities can't return, mm-hmm. and so you have like Coast City be the first city, and that's how you get like Green Lantern being like, yeah. oh fuck. <laughs> I also want to include Martian Manhunter in this Ooh. because I want, I want his origin to be the fact that he escaped Brainiac and he's coming to Earth to warn people because Brainiac took all of the knowledge from the Martians. And he, he can be like a he can be like a kind of reverse Silver Surfer where it's yeah. like not, he's not warning people like, oh I'm with this motherfucker and he's gonna eat everyone. Yeah. But more like what I think you can do is like at the beginning of the movie you can be like uh, Brainiac is like studying Martian Manhunter is like the last Martian interesting I'm gonna yeah. dissect you and then you can have Martian Manhunter escape and like, yeah. The planet that is next to his earth, he's like, I guess this is ha- little have to do. And, and, then, he, and, and then he has to go, and he has to kind of like, like I want Martian Manhunter to kind of analyze Earth and line up who he thinks would be. He, he can be the Nick Fury, but also he's like, like the he, superhero. Yeah, he's like the Nick Fury. He's what Batman was in ja- uh, in fucking uh, Zack Snyder Justice League. Justice League, whatever. whatever. I, see, I came up with this in half a night. And it's I a good st- pitch. <laughs> I like it. And I still have a more organized thought <laughs> than thought fucking the Zack Snyder. Than what we have. So I, I'll give myself credit for that. But yeah, so it would be it would be Martian Manhunter lining everybody up, everybody dealing with those internal conflicts, and then having to overcome those, work as a team, beat Martian Manhunter, or not Martian Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> beat the shit out of that Martian. <laughs> They're like, Brain fuck it. you. Brain We're it. alien racists. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we're racist against fucking aliens. Fuck you, alien. <laughs> and then I also want it to be said that I maybe Lex Luthor gets some tech from Brainiac, and I maybe like Brain because in the in the cartoon, I think him and Brainiac like merge together. Yep. And I want to take from that. So when when Brainiac, I don't want to kill off Brainiac because I'm not like the MCU. I'm not killing off. I'm every superhero. Fuck that. Yeah. No, I'm not killing off my villains immediately. Everybody is a little stepping stone. So. We're going to have Brainiac be, like, de- defeated, like, broken. Everybody thinks he's dead. Maybe have him, like, blood into the system. Yeah, but Lex Luthor finds him and is like, I think we can work well together. You're coming with me, baby. <laughs> and then that's the end of phase one. I like it. I'm trying to think, like, how you can set up 
set of extra phases. So, like, if you take Coast City from a Green Lantern, you can establish when Hal Jordan turns bad mm-hmm. and he kills the Green Lanterns, and you can do that story. Mm-hmm. And maybe in this movie, you can set up where Batman, when he teams up, he's like, these people are dangerous. I need to establish a way to defeat all these people if they do turn. And yeah, I was thinking, like, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Head empty as fuck. No, I get you. But like trying to set up the future movies where it's like, yeah, if you kill Coast City, then you can have Green Lantern turn bad. If you mm-hmm. set up, oh, the superheroes have to fight each other, then Batman has to establish a contingency program. Mm-hmm. There, there's there's a lot I think you could, could do with it. I would have a lot of fun. It, it just goes down to the minutia. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like there's a lot you could do with Flash. Like mm-hmm. setting them up to where... We don't have to focus on their origin stories, except for the Green Lanterns. <laughs> Hell yeah, because Green, Green Lantern... Okay, Green Lantern has had one shitty movie, and I feel like that's all there has been in media for Green Lantern. He had a cartoon show. A cartoon show. I used to watch it. I cannot tell you a single thing from it. Uh, I know the Red Lanterns are in it. Yeah, I know. I know he's... <laughs> I just... I remember watching that as a kid and feeling so, like, numb to it all, because it was just like... That's, that's a, that was kind of on the edge of like being a teenager and being a young person. Yes, <laughs> no, like... that's exactly when it came out. Was like that, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I don't really want to watch this. I want to watch, watch Young Justice. I want to watch the mature series. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm glad. I'm glad you liked my. Uh... I really liked your pitches. I'm sorry I kept on butting in. No, and trying dude, to incorporate you're fine. Things. That's what a podcast is for. Well, with this exercise. Ne- not necessarily. <laughs> I was just an asshole. I was like, I like your thing, but let me add something onto it. No, that's that's how uh, that's how writing rooms work. Also, this is true. We're, pi- we're this is a pitch. I'm gonna send this to James Gunn. I think he'll like it. I think now that I now that actually I got... James Gunn quit because you actually just took his job. Congratulations, you're hired. I can't wait for all of the Snyder fans to be like, fuck the Keesler universe. <laughs> The Keeslerverse? The Keeslerverse. <laughs> Fucking, oh my god, what the hell? I love the Keeslerverse. Wonder Woman's woke. Fuck <laughs> oh, yeah, she is. Wonder Woman's woke. Dr. Psycho's right. This is all. <laughs> so I think you should keep everyone, or you shouldn't keep anyone except Gal Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite actress of all time. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. No, I don't know who I would, okay, I do know who I would cast as <laughs> my Batman. Yeah. I want John Hamm so fucking bad yeah. to play batman he's, he's like he's on the brink of getting like almost too old to play him but i he would literally i'm not even kidding you he would be such a good bruce wayne and if we had a batman that was not just brooding but like actually just smart and intelligent, like can you imagine john ham in his john ham voice analyzing the way that like robert downey jr does in sherlock uh, holmes it'd be, it'd be great it would be fucking brilliant i would pay a million dollars to see that movie now that we're done with our pitches i really like our pitches yeah they were good they, they were, were so they smart were, they we're were so much better than everybody it's crazy next week we should do the opposite so i do dc you do marvel no, no, no. Oh, we're, we're gonna take a break from that we're gonna, premise. We're gonna move on to something. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We have a list yeah. of topics. But yeah, now we're on to our versus segment. We're taking on James Gunn. Yeah, just yeah. We're not taking on every fucking superhero. It's just James no. Gunn. Oh fuck no. That'd be awful. Can we? Can 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 we just? I, I love I, James Gunn so much, but 
you know, since this is the one versus where it's just a normal guy, can we just beat him to death with I, some baseball bat? I, I was thinking, like, what's the least denominator of of what we can beat him with? Like, can we just use brass knuckles? <laughs> or, like, can we beat him barehanded? Like, can we use our skills? Since there is two of us. Yeah, there is two. I gen- like. I mean, honestly, this could be just one of those, like, bra- like, like raw brawls. Like it's just. I think we could make it. I think we could. I mean, it's two against one. James Gunn is older. I'm sure he'll give us a. Yeah, he'll give us a fight. He'll give us a fight. He's not gonna be like, oh yeah, I'll just let you kill me. But. But I think what we should do yeah. is we play mind games and we're like, James Gunn, we're big fans because we are. I mean, we, we, are. Can, we can play that up and oh then like when we, when we get close, we can kick him in the nuts. That'll, <laughs> that'll drop him down. Then we can like actually. Beat him up. He'll he'll be blindsided almost. Oh my god, James Gunn is gonna listen to this one day and be like, <laughs> "Wow, I'm never ever ever Letting coming you... near you guys." I, I don't know if you know the trick, but like if you hug someone, you can like Neo straighten the nuts. God, it would work. James Gunn's never gonna work. I mean, that's like that's <laughs> it's like, like it's like <laughs> my dream is to be able to work with James Gunn and learn from him. It's like it's like we're acting with J- like he's the director. We're yeah. acting for him, and then yeah. it's like. Hey, we have a podcast. We have a, listen, we have a podcast. That, I was thinking about this recently after we did our Black Adam review. I'm like, what if we do actually, like, get, <laughs> you know, become DC-list actors, whatever. Yeah. And then, like, we get the opportunity to work with one of these big actors. And they're like, oh, you guys have a podcast from 2022 where you just <laughs> shit on The Rock and, and Gal Gadot and, and, and James, and James Gunn. Gunn. Oh, we, we don't sh- we're not shitting on him. It's... We don't want to beat him up. We don't want to kill him. Oh, this is just, this is this, a bit. We're forced into the situation. <laughs> we're forced into the situation that we, we came put, up that we, put, we put ourselves in. <laughs> we're forced into the situation to beat up and kill whoever, whoever we feel like on the day. And I'm just saying, like, I don't want to. I like these people. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I do. However. We got to break James Gunn. We got to. <laughs> In order to send him back to his universe, we have to kill him. Yeah, or he'll kill us. That's the only rule. Yeah, and if we die in the baseball field, well, we die in real life. And then you can't listen to this wonderful podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This super professional, wonderful, very well thought out podcast. Yeah, if if it went from uh, two mics to one mic, well... (laughs) I'll work on it. I'll fix that. It's all right. No, No rush, no issue. Cool. I think I think next week we'll we'll be in we'll actually be at my house again. Oh sweet. Yeah. What are you doing Saturday? Uh I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. But I think that's it. Unless you have anything else to say. Uh, vote in your next election. Yeah, yeah. Get, get get verified to vote. I have to drive out to my mom I changed my address to my mom's place. Don't ask why. Uh just because all of my stuff gets sent there anyway. <laughs> And now, because I changed my address to her, I have to drive out to North Branch to vote. <laughs> but it's fine. I'm going to do it because right now uh, we have a lot of important stuff in Michigan that we have to vote for. Yeah. Like a lot of important stuff. Like this is the and one vote that you can't really <laughs> miss out on. Across the nation, really. Like if whoever, if someone's in a different state listening to this, yeah. which I don't know how. I real I just realized if you put hashtags on Twitter, people will actually look at it. Really? Yeah. So That's I, crazy. I I mean my in, the intern learned that and told me. So. Oh yeah yeah our our intern that our, we, our uh, intern that edits this and does all of our social media. 
Um, speaking of which, if you want to follow uh, the Autobot Pod, uh, just hit that little uh, follow button on Apple Podcasts. Uh, also, give us a five star review because apparently that helps. Please, 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 God, please, we need please, it. Please, we need it. Um, when I look up the analytics, it still says we're at 199 listens on episode two. So it's like, come on, I th- update. Well, you know, I th- I th- it updates every week now. So I, don't know. I think, uh, I think, I think they listened to the first two and were like, oh, cool, and then they. That, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and then we talked about wrestling and killed the entire audience. The, I left. You guys talked about wrestling. The dynamic was changed too soon, too quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We're back to us two. Our regularly scheduled program. If you want to follow us on Twitter at OddWadPod. Uh, if you want to email us for any reason, for either sponsorships or any suggestions, oddwadpod at gmail.com. Anything else, Kyle? Am I forgetting? Nope. That is it. Okay. Thank you all for listening, and have a wonderful day. Good night. Good morning. <laughs>